Welcome back to uh, Snakes Chat, episode 18, season 2. My name is uh, Jacob Moriello. Um, so, before I dig into the topic for today, we will be talking about the uh, Philadelphia Phillies. Um, a few announcements. I will be starting um, a merchandise order soon. I will... I'm uh, going to be in contact with the uh, shirt guy um, or the merchandise guy um, soon. I'll contact him in a few days about it. Um, but the topic for today is, um, can the Phillies batters, or excuse me, can the Phillies pitchers um, find their own success in in commanding their pitchers very well against batters. Because the last four series, or excuse me, the three series, and then the, plus the game from last night against the Cubs, the first uh, game of that series, we've noticed um, we've noticed that in the last three series, against Miami, against Milwaukee, against uh, Colorado, that the Phillies, um, the pattern that I've been seeing a lot lately, that that the pitchers, doesn't matter if it's us uh, starters or it's uh, bullpen guys, they are good. They are good in like a few... Um, they are actually good in like the first four innings um, when they come in and then they switch up their pattern. So, so when you see that, you're thinking to yourself, why are they switching up their pattern? And uh, for example, in the Miami series, Ranger Suarez... Hector Naris, um, and Connor Bogdan it, it, in those Miami series, it, it, in that series alone, they've they've put together very good pitches. They were good with their fastballs. They were good with loading their locating their their pitches. And then when Archie Bradley came in. Uh, he didn't follow the same pattern that that they were in. So my question is, why? So my question is, if Archie Bradley is uh, sitting at the bullpen, what is he looking at? What is he looking at? Because is he looking at? Um, is he looking at um, their uh, the location? Is Joe Girardi giving the bullpen guys a different? Uh, it, it is like Joe Girardi giving the bullpen guys whole different uh, game plan uh, as in as in starters because what I'm seeing from the starters. And and the 
and the bullpen, they are n- not following their 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 like own success. They are good w- w- when they come out for the first few innings, and then they switch up their pattern. So I, I'm going through examples that I feel like in, in the last four series losses losses I'm not talking about wins uh, I'm not sitting here talking about wins here I'm talking about losses I'm talking about how Joe Girardi and the Phillies lost lost series against Miami Milwaukee uh, Colorado and they lost the first game of the Cubs game last night so my thing is to you guys um do you think the phillies do you think the phillies um what is your opinion yes yes who is most to blame for this uh disappointing season uh uh, Dan Moriello said, who is most to blame for this uh, disappointing season? Um, wh- wh- what is your take, guys? Because in my analysis, what I've take, taken from, from this whole um, last four series is Philadelphia, the, the starting pitchers, and the bullpen guys. I don't know. I, I don't know what the, those guys are doing. I don't know what those guys are are doing. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the rotation changeup. I don't know if it's constantly changing the the catchers because JT Vomoto keeps on getting hurt, and um, Rafael Marchand, Antoinette. I don't know what they are. They are. Uh, uh, guiding the the uh, pitchers. So, to you guys, can you give me an answer to why the pitchers in the last four series are not following the same game plan, same game plan as as w- w- when they came in the first four innings of the uh, of the game? So, um. So to continue on uh, Daniel's comment, I think Joe Girardi is to most to blame here because he uh, and get this, I under I understand about um, Joe Girardi. He has no one in the bullpen that he can rely on, but you need to manage manage the bullpen a lot better here. You need to manage the bullpen a lot better. Because in the last four series, yeah. So uh, Connor's just adding to it, adding to my point. So Joe Girardi is the most to blame here. Because if you look at the last four four series, you can notice um, he's pulling. Uh, he's pulling guys out uh, of of innings where um, 
they succeed and they t and then he takes them out and they sh and they could have played in pitch in a couple more innings but and then the, he brings in another guy uh, out of the bullpen and he doesn't follow the same game plan so so what I'm thinking is, guys, if you guys want to come on live, uh, whoever wants to come on live can. Like, send me a request. I can bring you guys on. Um, we can discuss the uh, Phillies, um, what their problems is. I can discuss what my analysis is. Um, I'm not done giving my analysis. But whoever wants to come on live, I'll discuss what their analysis is. Um, send the request. I can. Um, I need people on my uh, live here. So whoever wants to come on, send the request. Um, but like, so with Ranger Suarez. Uh, tonight, um, he's pitching against the uh, Cubs tonight. What I notice, what what his growth is from Ranger uh, Suarez, his his um fastball changeup, um, they were good. He is the most consistent pitcher that we have, and and. Okay, Connor says, let's talk some birds, too. Okay, Connor, uh, send me your request, and we'll jump on. Let's do it. Send me your request. So we'll talk some Phillies and some Eels. Harper, a legitimate MVP candidate, uh, Daniel said. Um, yes, yes, he's shown that. The last month. Yo. Yo, what's up? What's up? Nothing much, man. What, what What's on your mind? Oh, not much, man. I uh, was just listening to you talk about the fills, and you know, it's just feel like. You know, I mean, I, I'm as much of a Phillies fan as the next guy, but um, especially given what a strong performance the Birds gave week one, I was thinking that I'd rather talk about that. So, um, so what? So let's go back to the Phillies for a second because that's my main topic here. Sure. Um, so, so uh, have you been watching the Phillies so far? Okay. Um so what is your analysis of the uh, of the game? The Bills or the Birds? The uh, Phillies. The uh, last it, tell me it, tell me what you saw uh, out of the Phillies the last the last week or so. Tell me. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I'm thinking with the Phillies. Here's what I think when I watch. 
like my first comment kind of mentioned. So obviously pitching has been kind of challenging, both the starting rotation and the guys coming out of the pen, without a doubt. But I also feel like that's not um, – that wasn't like a big surprise, right? Like I feel like we kind of knew what the Phils had in terms of pitching. Um, they were going to rely on their offense to score a bunch of runs, and hopefully the pitching could hold on. So even though the pitching has been bad, that's kind of like whatever to me because it's not surprising. What has been weird, and like I said, I haven't been watching a ton, but just, there's just been some weird calls from Girardi like, with the pitching. Yanking give, the me, give me examples. series when I was home we were watching he pulled Nola who hasn't been playing great but I thought he was having a pretty decent start he pulled him in like the midway through the six like he didn't throw six full innings um just thinking he could have left him in a little bit I might be getting my my games mixed up but he yanked him uh seemed to be pitching well and then obviously the bullpen gave up a bunch of runs and they lost that game um and yeah, I mean, that's just one call, but I, I just feel like he's such an experienced manager. I mean, maybe he knows what he's doing, but from the outside looking in, some of the calls have been a little strange. So uh, you would say you will be on the same same page as my Maya saying, oh, yeah, Joe Juari is the uh, person to blame for the Phillies' collapse in the last last four series. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I never thought the Phils were, like, a, a World Series team this year, even a team that could make a super deep playoff run. I mean, we all know in the playoffs in baseball, like, pitching wins. Um, and I didn't know if they had enough. But um, I feel like Girardi's, because of decisions he's made, they've directly left some games on the table that they probably could have won. Yes, I think that's fair. Okay. Um, so... Yeah, with the um, Aaron Nola, he's been uh, – he actually pitched very well against Milwaukee. Uh, there were some issues that I um, – that I – like he was following the curveball at first and then um, – and then he wasn't following that curveball first, first pitch. And then he went – a little bit downhill after that, but after that he settled in, and I don't know why Noah got pulled because after that uh, everything went downhill, and the pitchers came in, um, didn't have a true game plan of what they were doing. Uh, they they were just throwing baseballs in the zone and not thinking about what their strengths are. I've watched their strengths of the pitches, but but they're not realizing that. I guess by me watching them, I guess they don't know their own strengths. And I'm thinking, oh, they're using this pitch very well, and then they uh, switch it up. So... Well, the other, the other piece of it is that, like, the, the baseball is 
so like heavy on the the analytics and the sabermetrics now you know it's like um i I feel like sometimes they they'll make a decision based on that and like it might fly in the face of uh like typical baseball wisdom but if the the numbers and like the models say that they should make a certain call then that's what they do like even um we're talking about pulling a starter early it's like they don't want a guy to have to see another like a, a starting pitcher to see another team's lineup four times so like even if he's throwing well if he's been through or so it's probably not yeah probably the four times so if he's been through the lineup three times but he's throwing well a lot of times because the analytics say like get him out like teams hit whatever over 300 against this guy when they're they've seen him like you know the fourth time through the lineup or whatever um they just pull him and same with like pitch selection so i don't know you bring up you bring up a good point with the analytics do you think it's hurting the phillies chances right now to make the playoffs as a team based off of what you're seeing from the Phillies, the last four series and the analytics. Yeah. I mean, hard to say, right? Like if the analytics work or like if, if, if Girardi yanks a a guy, yeah, you know, yanks a starter early and everyone's like, man, that's kind of weird. But then the bullpen pitches great and the Phils win. No one says anything bad about it. And in that case, like it looks like the analytics paid off. Like who knows, maybe you leave him in and he starts getting hit around, right? And then everyone's like, Well, why didn't you pull him out? Right? So I think it's a little bit of like a you're damned if you do, damned if you don't type of thing. So hard to say. I mean I I, I will stand by the my statement that some of the decisions have been seem weird. But that's what they're doing. So, you bring up a like adding to that. I think Joe Girardi, and it's it, it might not be just him as a manager; it might be other managers as well. Do you think they are training the, their starters to just pitch a small amount due to uh, yeah. due to analytics? I mean, that's, that's, I think, pretty clear. Starting pitchers throw a lot less pitches, and they just don't throw as much as they, they used to. Um, I think that's definitely fair. Um, because, yeah, I mean, the analytics and the, whatever the sabermetrics say that, um, like I was saying before, you get a few times through the lineup, and they want them out of there. So, yeah, guys, I think definitely are throwing less. And um, then when the time comes where they do have to go late in the games, maybe it's harder now because they're not used to throwing seven full, eight full innings because um, they're used to getting through five or six and they're out of there. So I don't know. Yeah, you could, uh, you bring up a, a good point. Um, tonight they are playing the Cubs um, and they are putting Ranger Suarez on the mound. Um, it, he looked good against Milwaukee. I don't know if you saw – his um his uh start in Milwaukee. I think he did a fantastic job in Milwaukee. Um, so we'll see if if that keep if he can keep that up. Um, what's your uh, 
uh, prediction for uh, tonight? Well, um, I did see that start um, against Milwaukee, but that's the only time I've seen him throw. Because, like I said, I haven't been watching a ton. It's a little harder to watch out here. But, um, yeah, it looked like he did, you know, pretty good stuff. The pitchers were moving a lot, and he was commanding it well. Um so Phil's, they dropped one last night, right? I yeah, I was at the, uh, I was actually at the game. Um, oh yeah, yeah. How was that? Oh, it was good. It it was good. I um, I was in the Diamond Club. Um, nice. a, a different perspective uh, to the game since you were like behind home plate, you can see the pitches. Yeah. Um, but Rangers Warriors can maneuver the fastball around if he can do, do that i think i think you, uh, he can do very well uh tonight uh, against chicago's batters um so <laughs> who's your um player of the game tonight uh take a uh, prediction uh, yeah i mean here's the thing i i've just been hesitant at this point to really put any faith or really stock in Phil's pitching at this point. So I'm thinking that um, – I think you could probably pencil him in for a win tonight. I think they, they bounce back, but it's going to come from uh, putting some runs back on the board. I mean, they, they had a stretch where they were having no problem scoring any runs. I think the bats have gone a little quiet here. Um, they just haven't been scoring quite as much. But, um, yeah, if you can put me down for uh, – I don't know, throw me in for Bryce. Um potential MVP. Um, every game at this point is important, even though I think it might, you know, it's a little you know, too little too late, most likely, no matter what they do. But um, Bryce has probably got to keep an eye on uh, the time for a big hit uh, is going to come where it's needed. And hopefully, you know, he's in the box when it comes and bank on him to get an you know, extra base hit or pulling over the fence or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, pretty good um, prediction. Um, let's move to the uh, Eagles. The and I, I think there's a topic that you want to talk about. Um, so, wh- what was your take on last week's win against Atlanta? Yeah, um, really, um, really happy. I think watching that game. Um, you know, a couple of things. Number one, you're you're on the road. Uh, number two, you're you're playing with that's essentially a rookie quarterback. It's just going to be his first full season. Um, a lot of new faces, young guys on both sides of the ball, um, especially the offense. And so I didn't really know what to expect. I kind of had low expectations for the Eagles um, for the whole season. And obviously, it's only one week, but um, they looked phenomenal. Jalen, the the throw that Jalen made to Goddard in the end zone when he rolled out to his right. Put that ball um, between um, a Falcons linebacker and also like a safety or like a, a corner, um, and fit it into Goddard in the end zone. I mean, that throw was like the start. That was very throw. impressive. Yeah, very super, impressive. Super good throw, um, and he used his feet well. I mean, he looked great. He looked poised, um, and they they handled their business as soon as they jumped out to a lead. Um, the defensive front started getting after it and really just felt like they were overwhelming Atlanta's offensive line. And by the end, I mean, you saw 32 to six, I believe the final, it wasn't even close. 
um, they dominate it, and they, yeah, overall just really happy. I think they look great. Yeah, like, I I think for me, with, with the four takeaways that I I saw was that what Jonathan uh, Gannon did on the defensive side, um, it, he switched up the uh, uh, schemes. Yeah. The uh, schemes which I like. You know, you're not always one play each, each, each time. Uh, he switches it up. It, when you, when he was in trouble, he like you know switches up the uh, scheme, which I like. And um, I really like how Hassan Ridgeway, um, Hargrave. Uh, first off, uh, Ridgeway, uh, I think, um, bounced back. He he was. You know, struggling a little bit, and then he, you know, came back to life in the second half. Um, I think he did a fantastic job. Uh, Hargrave, uh, the the defense as a whole, it, this team as a whole should. It, and I know it's early, but this team can, it, if they can keep this up, I think they can win. Win the uh, division, and I understand you got Tampa Bay. Kansas City uh, coming into uh, Philadelphia in the next few weeks. I got get that. But if you did, if the Phillies can, uh, I mean, the Eagles can play the way they did against Atlanta, I think you will have no problem. And if Jalen Hurts plays the way that he did against Atlanta, uh, the uh, Watson rumors will, you know, will slow down. It's already uh, slowing down. So, uh, for me, the four takeaways that I I have is the is the offensive line. Uh, uh, Jordan Mulata, in my opinion, did a fantastic job on the left side. Yeah, he looked great. Um, Lane Johnson, even though he had a few fouls on him. Yeah, a couple bad. Right, uh, I, I think I think when you get, uh, I think when he slowly gets gets healthier and better, I think he will, you know, be great. Um, and Jalen Hurts, the, and then the wide receivers. I think the wide receivers are, are, are the third best strengths of for the Eagles. I think. There's a young core. I get it. There's going to be times where they will cause us issues, but I think this this wide receiver core is just um it, it, they got high uh, IQ. Um, yeah, they, they seem young. They seem well. They seem they are young. They seem hungry. Um, I think even after one week, you can pretty safely assume that Monte Smith is going to start. You know, he's going to emerge as a probably pretty clear receiver one on this team. Um, and, yeah, I mean, he looked great. His first catch in the NFL was a touchdown. Um, Miles Sanders ran the ball really well. That was another thing. Um, yeah, that's another thing that I want to get off my chest, and I have him in, in fantasy. People are, you know, are shutting down Miles Sanders as a – potentially a good running back. In, in my opinion, 
he's a low tier two running back uh, to me. Okay. He's not a tier three running back. If he is, he's a high, high tier three running back. Yeah. Well, the problem with him has always been staying healthy. Um, but, I mean, dude can play. Um, I mean, he had, he had several, like, really nice runs, broke some tackles. Um, part of it was because they were throwing the ball really, really well, which obviously opens up the run game. It's not always going to be that easy for him. But, I mean, I was pretty impressed watching him run the ball. He looked quick. He looked um, quick, like, you know, running inside but and, and had a little bit of breakaway speed when he did get some space, made guys miss. So, um, yeah, no, they look great. Yeah, I, I'm not saying, like, he's on the level as, you know, those tier one running backs. I'm just sure. saying that yeah. people are um, undervaluing him as a tier two running back. Uh, I think I think he's at the bottom of the list of tier two running backs. Yeah, the only thing that the only other thing that could hurt him is if um, the new the newer running back Gamewell, if he if he starts playing better, it's going to take but a good problem for the Eagles to have. So yeah, I don't have much bad to say um, about Eagles Week One. We'll see how good Atlanta is. I I don't know if they're you know, they could turn out to be a, a real a lower tier team rather than like an okay team, which is kind of feels like what they always are. Like Atlanta's always decent. Um, but maybe they're going to prove to not be good and this week doesn't really matter. Um, I think week two, you know, playing San Fran is better than Atlanta. This should tell us a lot um, coming up. Yeah, San Fran, um, they're uh, like – Jason Barrett, he tore his ACL, the cornerback. Uh, um, for me, I, I I think with him out, I think the uh, Eagles wideouts could have a huge, huge day. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, they're probably going to have to score because um, it seems like San Fran is, is going to score a lot of points back. Um, I believe they scored, what did they, it was, like, it was over 40. 41-33, so it was the uh, Eagles Super Bowl uh, score. Right. Um, so, um, points in week one by any team. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're going to have to be um, – they're going to have to score, and the defense is probably going to have to make, like, one or two key plays, get a turnover, and that's how they'll win that game. Um, and, but yeah, I mean, we'll just kind of see. Yeah, I I mean, um, you, you're right. I, I think this Sunday will be a challenge for the Eagles. Um, but I think the the position that they that the Eagles will have as a breakout um, position will be the wideouts. And in the first week, what do you think of uh, Nick on uh, Nick Sirianni? like the, the guys were playing for him. I mean, I don't know. Is he is he calling plays or is the coordinator calling plays? I I think I think what I know is yeah, I think he he is calling the plays. Yeah. Um well, but if he did, then, I mean hey look great. I mean the guys made it easy on him though. I mean I'm I'm guessing it's not always gonna be that 
poorest of the defense they're playing against. But yeah, he mixed it up. Um, seemed like he he used Jalen well. Like he knew what Jalen he knew when to let Jalen use his legs um, versus when to stand in the pocket and throw and uh, mixed in the run game well. So yeah, it seemed great. I listened to his post game speech. It seemed like the guys were really attentive and interested and um, seemed like they, they played hard for him. So, yeah, hey, I mean, obviously, like I keep saying, it's early, but I don't really have anything, you know, bad to say after week one. All right, Connor, thank you for jumping on. Um, I uh, appreciate the comments. Um, we will uh, – do you have to exit yourself out or – Sounds good. All right, take care. So, uh, Connor brings up a good point with the Phillies. Um, it, it, it's an analytic thing, and I, I'm going to add to his comment there. Um, I think I think the Phillies are getting affected by this an analytical, analytic um department, uh, category, um, and. And for me, I it doesn't matter. Like you have to train your pitchers how to be consistent every single night, and it's not working for the Philadelphia Phillies. I don't know what's affecting them. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is bringing the Phillies team down. I don't know if the locker room is having issues. I don't know if Joe Girardi is. Um, lost the locker room. I, I don't think he did, but but the injuries are not the main issue. Why the Phillies are probably in this position, um, but still, uh, I I mean, Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, um, Kyle Gibson, um, they they are uh, Ranger Suarez. They, they um, lose lose interest of what they're doing past past five innings, and I don't know what it is. I want to figure it out uh, for myself. Um, so, uh, whoever wants to jump on, I think I saw questions way before um, at the beginning of Connor's uh, interview. Who was better, Mac Jones, Jalen Hurts? Or Christian Peter Vallis. So, um, Mac Jones did look good. Um, right now, I'll go with my Philly guy, uh, Jalen Hurts. Um, I think Jalen Hurts is going to have a a huge season uh, for the Birds. Um, so, yeah, I I, I think. Okay, Connors. Okay, I pronounced Dallas wrong. Okay, um, or I said his last name wrong. So, with the way, so the Phillies are coming on in a little bit. Um, but let's the topic of the day. Um, the Birds podcast was going to be tomorrow, but you know we, I decided to talk about them right now. But guys. Whoever wants to come on, 
um, about the Phillies or the uh, it, it, or the Eagles. We can basically talk about anything really. Um, so with the way I'm watching this Phillies team is just is just horrendous baseball. The way they they come to the clubhouse is just horrendous. These these starters, I I, I don't know what it is, and, and you can't blame the offense because the offense has been giving them runs, you know, and backing them up. And all the starters in the bullpen are doing is making this team lose games. And I want to figure out why they are losing games this badly. So so let's fast forward to um, the Brewers. Uh, Aaron Nola, I think, I think in my opinion, pitch a okay game there. Okay, game. the The defense for Arnola just played horrendous, and that's why Arnola gave up those three runs because the defense uh, 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 gave up those three runs. It's not because of Arnola, and that's why Arnola lost confidence because he's like, okay, no one is backing me up. And and Aranola and this is what I'm seeing from the uh, starters. He's having the the curveball. Um, the curveball has been uh, tremendous for for Aranola. The uh, fastball. He's throwing the fastball inside, and and he usually throws the fastball outside with with, with the Brewers batters in that game, and he. Throws a fastball inside. It after after that, it, he has to stay consistent. He has to follow the same pattern that he um it, he was throwing before he gave up those three runs. So I don't know what it is, but you have to follow the same pattern. You cannot and the analytics thing. I'm pushing that to the side because because the analytic thing it is just it is just ab- absurd. I don't care if you can pitch five innings or not or seven. If you are if you are told to pitch five innings, you have to pitch consistently. You cannot you cannot switch up the pattern until. The batters figure out who, who they're getting the pitch. If they figure out the fastball outside of the zone and they hit, Arnold has to think to himself, "Oh, I can't throw pitches outside. I have to figure out a new plan until they they get fold in the inside pitch and then switch it up a little bit." And and another thing I've noticed uh, out of the bullpen and the pitchers is they force the pitch. For example, the fastball uh, in the inside of the plate. 
right side. Whenever the batters hit the ball in that zone, they throw it again. I'm thinking to myself, why would he throw it in the same zone? In the same zone, the next pitch. That's why you're getting, getting uh, it hit off. You got three other pitches that you can throw. So, so that's basically what the Phillies are basically doing. Um, throughout these last four series. They they use a pitch that they're good at, and then they switch it up, and then they get hit off. I'm thinking you're using this this pitch in a you're you're using this pitch very well, and you're having success with that pitch, and then you switch it up for another pitch that. That that isn't as successful. So, so I'm confused why the Phillies as a whole are are switching up the game plan. I don't know if they're if they're following the um, game plan against bat, each batters what their strengths are because it, it, if that's the case, it's not working. You gotta pitch pitch throughout this same game repetition. If you're good outside of the zone, keep on doing that. If you're good with the breaking ball outside of the zone, keep on doing that. Uh, switch it up a little bit. But uh, throw it out of the zone. Uh, uh, the fourth pitch. Philly's, bat- Philly's pitchers have to learn that. So uh, okay, the Phillies, um, the Phillies are playing the Cubs tonight. Um, they're currently on. Um, they are playing the Cubs, and Ranger Suarez is on the mound. And I'll say this: Ranger Suarez's fastball is just, is just, is just fantastic. He is maneuvering around the pitches very well uh, in the zone. He switches up the fastball and uses uses a off-speed pitch, but he goes back to the fastball and is very successful. He follows the game plan. So whenever the Phillies are watching Ranger Suarez, that's the blueprint that you have to follow. So, um, tell me what your predictions are uh, f- for tonight. Connor it gave me uh, his predictions. Um, you, you just Philly, the Phillies have to do better. They they have to. And with the Eagles podcast, it's going to be uh, tomorrow. Um, so whoever wants to come come on, uh, we can talk about. Uh, sports for a little bit. Send me your your locate or your requests. It's up to it, it's up to you guys. But I will be here. Um, so so yeah. Um,
If not, I will end this live. I will put it on my um, site, my uh, on my sports account, and we will just watch the Phillies uh, tonight, and hopefully they will listen to me uh, and uh, switch and keep the plan, uh, keep the same strategy until it's broken, and then and then figure out a new pattern. And then, then if that doesn't work, try to go back to the old plan to see if that works. But um, we will see if anyone wants to hop on. If not, I will end this live. And guys, whoever wants to comment, um, Below can. Just looking through the comments. Um, both the uh, both people say that the Phillies are awful. That's. That's a, um, I don't want to say that online, but that's basically what they're they're doing. Okay, I will end this live soon. But guys, it, like the Phillies, um, I, I've had my notes here, and I'm not going to say every detail, but it, I mean. I mean, this is like my understanding of the game, um, and basically, I'm just summarizing what I'm I'm saying. Um, so, what is your? Do you think Joe Girardi is the person to blame um, for the Phillies collapse um, in the last four series? Um, by the way, the four series, the fourth one is currently going on. I'm counting the cups as a four series. Uh, I counted last night as my um, analysis. Um, yeah, Kyle Gibson, for me, he was uh, maneuvering the plate around outside of the plate, and then he switched that up in the fifth inning, and then everything went downhill after that. So. Uh, Kyle Gibson has to know what he's doing. And then um, the uh, bullpen did the same thing. Uh, so it, they didn't have any uh, game plan. So I will end this live, guys. Thank you for jumping on, whoever is on. Uh, whoever went on live, which is Connor, thank you for hopping on, um, giving your thoughts of the um, Phillies and the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles will be on tomorrow's podcast. Um, tomorrow's podcast will be episode 19. Um, this is this episode is episode 18, season two. Um, my name is uh, Jake Moriello. I'm this is Snakes Chat, season two, episode 18. Thank you guys for hopping on and enjoy the Phillies game or. If you're watching something else, 
I enjoy that, I guess. All right, guys, thank you. Good night.